Good morning, everyone. This is Chatting with Chap. I am your host, Ginger Wade. And today is Q&A day. So we have a number of questions today and a different variety of topics. So let's get into it. Um, this is the time of year, of course, when you all are getting your evaluations, you're uh, getting your evaluation letters together, and everything that you need to hand into the school district uh, is coming up. That deadline, of course, is June 30th. And then as you guys are doing that, you're preparing your affidavits or your unsworn declarations and all your uh, documentation there to hand in for the beginning of your school year. And all the school districts are getting their paperwork together and writing out to you guys, um, reminding you of the requirements of the law. Uh, the tricky thing there is sometimes school districts include things that aren't in the law. So actually next week, episode 208 on the 30th of May is going to be about overreach and some of the more common things that we hear about in overreach and what the school districts ask for. Um, my warning for you today, since I know some of you are starting to get your paperwork together, is uh, don't fill out forms that the school district gives you like their version of the affidavit or their homeschooling form that you need to fill out. It's not on the law. And we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. But that's my warning to you as you get into preparing your paperwork for the coming year and wrapping up this year. Make sure you know the law. Make sure you know the requirements of the law for homeschoolers uh, and what it is that the district can really be asking you about. So homeschoolpennsylvania.org is a great place to find out that information what the law requires of us, um, that there's not a separate place for school districts and things that school districts should ask of us, okay? It's all in that one spot at homeschoolpennsylvania.org has the homeschool law on it. It's all in the homeschool law. There's not bits and pieces everywhere. So I will go into that in detail next week, but that was my first warning to you because I know those of you who have got it together and you're super organized and ready to wrap up the year, I just want you to be thinking about it as you're preparing your paperwork and stuff. So, okay, let's jump into the next question. We had a few questions regarding recordings from convention. If you did not make it to convention, do not worry. We do make recordings for convention, and they turned out really good. So I know if you were there, you heard all the reverb we were getting back from the various rooms, but the recordings turned out really great. So if you are looking for recordings or uh, you... Um, didn't get to come to convention and you would like to have, you know, be able to listen to the things that you've missed, uh, AllianceRecordings.com is the place to go. Alliance, A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E, recordings, R-E-C-O-R-D-I-N-G-S, all one word, dot com. And that actually is a large web page that has recordings from conventions all over the nation. So you'd have to look up ours, in particular, CHAP. And across the banner, they're like sliding a number of recent conventions across the top. And we were um, on the banner this past week. So I think if you just go through the banner uh, titles there, you will see, um, you will see ours. And then you can order recordings from there. And yes, they are clear. So never fear, the recordings are clear. Okay, we had questions come in about finding groups and how to get some resources. So 
if you are new to homeschooling and you know no homeschoolers in your area, uh, I do encourage people to get uh, connected with other homeschoolers. But one of the ways that you can look for homeschoolers uh, in your physical area, not on Facebook, is to go to chaponline.com uh, and go to resources. And under resources, you'll find a ton of stuff, not just searching for groups, but lots of stuff there that would support you in your homeschool journey. But there is a little icon there with like a little people. And that is a, su a support group search or a co-op search. It's both support groups and co-ops, which are two different things. Um, but those are groups of people listed by county who are meeting um, to encourage each other on their homeschool journey. So you can do that. And if you're in a rural area, chances are you're going to have to go a little bit wider. Uh, those of us who are in hot spots like me, I live in a homeschool hotspot. Lancaster is probably the capital of homeschooling in the state of Pennsylvania. There are co-ops and stuff everywhere. You can go five minutes for one. <laughs> um, multiple. You can go five or ten minutes and hit like, you know, five co-ops. That is not necessarily the case if you are living rurally uh, in the north, northeast, um, the northwest, you know, it's the Pittsburgh again is there a, a, a more there. But um, in those areas, I know some of you folks drive 45 minutes to an hour to go to a co-op So because you're more rural. So if you are looking for a group, don't hesitate to look in areas or counties beyond your county uh, to just connect with people. And then, of course, there's tons of Facebook groups you should be connecting into uh, new to homeschooling in Pennsylvania and uh, look for things in your area, homeschooling in, you know, blah, 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 county or whatever uh, to find people to connect to. So that's how you can get um, to some groups using the chaponline.com website. Uh, we did have someone write in and ask about if we had a calendar of events. We actually do not. Once upon a time, we did keep a calendar of events, and that was when we had staff. We, had, we actually had people in the office who were answering things for us. Um, but we do not at this point in time, so we do not keep a calendar of events any longer. However, I will say with that, because someone wanted to uh, share an event, a homeschool event that they were giving for free, like a talk, and they wanted to put us on a calendar of events. If you are having something like that, if you are doing a free homeschool talk or a free event of some kind, you're, you're teaching something, you're having a history thing, you're doing a field trip, or anything that will be of interest to the homeschool community that is free. You can send it in to us and uh, we'll see if we can get it posted out on Facebook for you. Um, there was an orchestra who asked us to post um, auditions for them and I, I don't know if you saw it. I'm pretty sure Courtney, Courtney posted it on our feed. So if you see things like that, it's because people ask us if it's free, we don't mind uh, sharing your things with others. Uh, so that other homeschoolers can know about it. If there's a fee involved, whether you're a nonprofit or not, if there is a fee involved or people are paying you for your event, we do ask that you purchase advertising. So we do on chaponline.com. You can go to contact us, and under there's an advertising option there. And that's just that's just our cut and dry rule. You know, if it's a free thing, we will share it out um, without an ad, but if it's a purchase thing, if it's a fee involved in there, then we do ask that you add, um, purchase an ad. And that could be for a curriculum or an event or anything like that. 
So just wanted to give you all a heads up out there. So we are willing to share your things if they're free. Just let us know. So graduation. I, I've had lots of questions about graduation this year. I'm so surprised. It was way more than in recent years. And, and if you do not know, at the convention we used to hold a graduation ceremony. But unfortunately, we lost our volunteer for that, which, of course, if you would love to do that and run a statewide graduation ceremony at convention, please let us know. We would love to do it again. I still have the caps and gowns. They are hanging in my basement. So um, we can do that again. But just a warning to you parents out there. If you have a student that is going to graduate, Please do not wait until April or May to find a graduation ceremony. It is too late. It is too late. I still have people writing in and asking about how they can connect with a group to do a graduation. And you know what? My group already had their graduation. It was May 5th. It's over. So timelines for co-ops typically run a lot sooner than public schools, number one. Number two... Like there's a group here in the Lancaster area called Chalk, and it's like an umbrella group that supports co-ops. So a whole bunch of co-ops are part of Chalk. Well, Chalk has uh, this graduation ceremony. It's huge. It's huge. And uh, lots of people are involved with it. It's not just one co-op. It's a whole bunch of co-ops. It's really pretty cool. Well, they, if you want to be part of their thing, you'll have to sign up by, I don't know, it's sometime in the fall, September. Maybe the very latest cutoff is November. I don't know. I actually don't know a lot about it. Maybe I should have someone from Chalk on sometime talk about it. But um, that, I mean, it's super early. And there's some other groups like that. And, and the reason is they do a lot of planning. The seniors do a lot of things together to, to have that camaraderie kind of a thing and make some memories so if you have a student that's going to be graduating, please don't wait until now and say, oh, I want to be part of a ceremony. You have to be looking now. You have to be looking in the fall. If you're not part of a co-op, reach out to the co-ops near you and say, hey, do you do a graduation ceremony? I know I'm not part of your group, but you know my student would like to be with someone to graduate. Would you let us come in? And I know our co-op would welcome that. Um, and we're here in the Elizabethtown area, but uh, not all groups will do that because they like to have their, their closing, and that's fine. It's, it's part of, you know, how they want to do it. But also, parents, you do not have to be part of a graduation ceremony to graduate. You don't have to have the pomp and circumstance. You don't have to have a cap and gown or the diploma paper um, on hand. I was at one where they just passed a blank piece of paper back and forth to each other. <laughs> that was rolled up. Uh, but... It's, it's really just a commemorating of, of an accomplishment. It could just be you and your friends in your backyard or in your house. Um, parents stand up and say something wonderful about your kids and the hard work they've done. And, you know, sing a worship song together. Um, it could be really simple. It could just be, it just could be you. It just could be you going and let's go out for a really fancy dinner together. Or let's just have a, you know, ice cream bar at home. And that, that'll be our... It could be anything. It could be anything. You don't have to be part of a ceremony. Although, you know, I do, you know, being part of a ceremony is fun. In my opinion. Some people don't think it's fun. So do what you want to do. There is no law regarding this. There is no you have to do this. But if you do have a student who's going to be graduating, please do not wait until springtime. You know, winter at the latest. You should be looking for, for uh, making plans for graduation. Absolutely. Uh, do, do not delay on that. Unless you want to throw something together last minute yourself. Okay. So 
Um, some more overreach items I'm just going to touch on real quick because we are going to talk about this uh, in detail next week. Immunization versus medical and dental. I encourage you out there, if you have questions regarding what the school can have um, with regards to your child's medical and dental records and their immunization records, I do want you to check out Chat with Chap episodes 80 and 165. So I know you have to scroll back a little bit for uh, 80, and if you're on a podcast, it's in there. All the podcasts are out there. YouTube, I don't know that they're out there on YouTube, folks, but uh, on the podcast and on Facebook, they are all out there. Episode 80 is medical and dental, and 165 is about immunizations. I did have someone ask me about using the medical exemption. We have a medical exemption format on homeschoolpennsylvania.org just so they would not have to share medical information with the school. And that, I do not encourage people to use an exemption unless there is an exemption. Uh, it, like if you are actually doing the medical care and the dental care and you do not have some kind of reason to not do things, like a medical reason or something, don't use an exemption form just because you don't want the school to have your paperwork. Uh, if you write in your affidavit that you're taking care of medical and dental, that should be enough. You're attesting to it, and that will be enough. Immunizations is different, which is why I want you to go watch episode 165 and learn about that. Like I said, we'll get into it a little bit more next week in more detail. Uh, also, just be aware of the overreach. That your school district might be sending out a letter and making requests of things, like for diplomas, your diploma. Or um, there was even a school district who's considering making parents do clearances. Goodness gracious. Do not submit to that. Do not go and get a clearance done. That is way beyond the requirement of the law and, quite frankly, kind of bonkers. We'll talk about that a little bit more next week. Uh, so, like I said earlier, read the law. Homeschoolpennsylvania.org. It's all out there. Read it. Know it. Be familiar with it so you are aware of when the school is um, overreaching what the requirements are. So down to our last two questions. Uh, someone wrote in and said, can I use your forms? I saw you have an affidavit online and I saw you have an unsworn declaration and objective. Can I use those? The, the answer is absolutely yes. Yes, that's why they're there. We call them samples, but you can just use them. Uh, you can download them. Now our objectives have both the elementary and the secondary on the same page. You just take the portion you need and put it on its own document. But you can use them verbatim. You can just copy and paste. And same thing for the affidavit, the unsworn declaration. You can just print those out and use those forms as is. They are there for you. That's why they are there. So please. And you can write your own. Or you can use them as guidelines and come up with your own affidavits if you prefer to. That's fine too. Uh, but they are there for you to use. That's why they're there. And the last question was about finding articles. We had... Um, a contributor, Tina Day, wrote a really great article that people really enjoyed uh, encouraging homeschoolers in their journey. And uh, someone was looking for it and was wondering where our online magazine is. So if you didn't know, we do have an online magazine. It is at chaponline.com slash articles. So if you go to chaponline.com slash articles, you will see all of our uh, articles that are on there from the magazine. Some of them recently were the videos that I did with Rick Green and Kathy Cook for the um, convention. But there's other articles too. Uh, some of them are side-by-side -side articles where we interview other homeschool families. Some of them are wonderful articles of encouragement. 
um, prayer articles, all kinds of things there. But if you're looking for our online digital magazine, that is where you will find it, chaponline.com slash articles. We would love to have you check those out because they are super encouraging. And share it far and wide. If you find an article there that just really encourages you, I encourage you to share it on your feed so that other homeschoolers will see it and will be encouraged also. So that is all the questions I had for today. Um, thank you for joining me today. And if you have any other questions that you would like answered, I, of course, I do this every month. So it's typically the fourth Tuesday of the month I get on here and answer